on Triple M Mining HQ. Good morning and welcome to your Monday edition of Mining HQ. Hope you had a great weekend. Coming up this morning, Chris Lamesh is going to be chatting to Amanda McGregor. Now, she's the founder of Bluebird. And after overcoming her depression, Amanda formed the company and provides unique mental health support service. Now, we're going to be discussing two topics today that may assist people who could be struggling in the workforce. Let's get into it. Good morning, Chris. Hello, Pablo. Good morning to you. And I want to say hello to the founder of Bluebird, Amanda McGregor. Hello, Amanda. How are you? Hey, I'm very well. How are you? Really well. Good to have you on the show. Now, we realise um, Bluebird, from talking to you all a few weeks back, uh, mm-hmm. what you do is you offer a unique and much-needed mental health support service. And uh, last time we spoke, Amanda, you told us your story, uh, suffering from depression in your late 20s, and now you've organised your own business, helping other people, which is just awesome. Now, a curiosity question from my point of view, with depression, can it come back? And if it does, are there like trigger points to knock it on the head? Yeah, absolutely. I um, kind of say that, you know, I did have an episode of depression. So I did experience a mental illness and I am not currently suffering or experiencing a mental illness, but I still use my energy levels as my most important indicator is how I'm tracking. And if I start to feel, you know, really tired or run down, I know that then my emotions can become harder to manage, my thoughts can become a little more negative, you know, than normal and it can be a slippery slope to, you know, ending up feeling distressed and depressed. Um, So it's definitely something I still manage, you know, on a daily basis and, you know, uh, a weekly basis of looking at where and how I'm spending my time and making sure I'm having time and space to look after myself so I can maintain my energy levels and my emotional balance. Well, to assist others, you've come up with a couple of topics, which we really appreciate. Um, The first one, topic one, do you want to talk about acceptance and gratitude? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think one of the struggles with uh, my experience with mental illness was not actually just learning how to manage my thoughts and emotions, but it was actually accepting that I had an illness at all. Um, I never thought at the age of 27 I'd find myself sitting in a psychologist's office and um, hearing them say, you know, in my opinion, I think you have major depression. And it wasn't something that I expected to happen to me. It wasn't something that I wanted. It wasn't something that I understood. And so instead of actually accepting the fact that I had a mental illness, Um, I chose resistance and um, carried on doing everything that I was doing. I was pushing myself to achieve at work. I was trying to start a business. Um, You know, I had a a social life and I basically just kept pushing, kept working, thinking this thing would eventually um, go away. And I basically pushed myself to burnout and into, you know, major depression. And I had to leave my job and moved back home to live with my parents. And it was probably six months into, you know, living with my parents and um, I was tired all the time, exhausted, you know, frustrated and still hoping, you know, one day I'd wake up just suddenly feeling better. But this one day I woke up feeling the same as I had every other day before, you know, I'd slept for 12 hours. I still woke up tired with no motivation, no inclination. And I walked into the kitchen And my mum said to me, innocently enough, as parents do, how are you feeling today? 
um, to which I um, probably overreacted at the time. Um, there's a few words I probably can't say on radio. <laughs> and, um, you know, I said, how do you think I feel? Look at, look at my life. You know, I hate, I hate myself. I hate my life. I hate my mind. And I stormed off, um, you know, to go back to bed and sleep the day away. And my mum followed me and said, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong, love? And I turned to her and said, the thoughts in my head are making me feel like it would be easier if I wasn't here. And it was at that point that I realized that I actually really needed extra help. And I needed to accept the fact that I had a mental illness and I needed to make changes around what I was doing and how I was living and start to actually take some steps forward in managing my mental health rather than, you know, ignoring it and hoping that things would get better. The first topic, acceptance and gratitude. So I hear the acceptance part, which obviously took a while for you to realise. What about the gratitude section? Yeah, gratitude was um, where I started to basically find something good in every day. Even amongst the, you know, darkness and despair and frustration, I had to start to look for something good every day and to start to look for the positive in this challenging situation. So whether that was um, sitting in the sun and having a cup of tea or taking my dog for a 10-minute walk or actually feel, feeling like eating a nice meal that my mum had cooked for me, um, I had to start to look for something positive in every day and to start to um, focus my mind on the good in this very difficult um, situation that I was experiencing. And and that essentially was the beginning of my recovery, actually accepting that I had a mental illness and needed to make some changes and then starting to look for the good um, in every day that gave me hope to uh, move forward. And um, I think I would encourage people to not wait until you don't have a choice um, until you feel, you know, completely overwhelmed and distressed and make some changes now to, you know, support yourself and to try and find the good in any difficult situation that you may be going through. And one of the quotes that I used um, that really helped me was, I'm not what happened to me, I'm what I choose to become. And so start to make those choices that support yourself and support your mental health. Well, this is a uh, key tie-in for me t- talking about acceptance and gratitude. The signs and symptoms, what are the signs? Well, I guess they're different for everyone. Yeah, definitely um, the biggest thing to look for is a change. It's really a change in how you're feeling, a change in how you may be thinking. And um, looking back, I had probably six months prior to my diagnosis of depression, there were signs that I ignored. I started to feel tired all the time. I started to feel more emotional. I'd get frustrated easily. I'd feel really exhausted on the weekend and I pretty much ignored every um, emotion. I dismissed them. I didn't want to um, recognize them or feel them and eventually they basically stockpiled until one day I didn't want to get out of bed and had no motivation or no inclination to you know, do anything. And um, I had to leave my job and I remember standing at the um, leaving drinks and people thought I was leaving because I was going to advance my career and going to succeed and achieve, you know, somewhere else and looking forward to a change. And the only thing I was looking forward to was crawling into bed and, you know, never getting out again. And, you know, the reality of my situation couldn't be further from 
um, what people thought was going on because I was so ashamed that I couldn't cope with all of these emotions and I didn't want to tell anyone, um, you know, what I was really going through. And so I had to eventually um, begin the process of taking notice of my emotions and then, you know, learning how to manage them. And one of the simplest things that my psychologist taught me to do was just focus on your breathing. So it's a very simple thing. We all do it all day, every day, but often when our emotions are high, our logic is low. And so a very simple technique can just be to take three deep breaths. And if your out breath is longer than your in breath, it can actually help calm you know, your central nervous system and, and calm down your mind. So that was a really simple technique that I started to use when um, my emotions were feeling really intense. And um, the other thing I did was movement. Um, I really knew that I needed to slow down my mind um, and slow down, you know, how I was living. And so I actually found yoga, which I still do to this day. You know, I'd get on the yoga mat, I'd focus on my breathing, I'd get out of my head, into my body, and it was just some time to give back to myself. So any kind of movement, whether, you know, you like going for a walk or a spin class or, you know, going to the gym, um, moving your body can actually really help shift some of those emotions um, and give you some space to deal with them as well. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.